Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Yes, the time has come. We are headed out on the Disney Wish today for the Be Our Guest podcast, Cruise 6. So if you can, check us out on Port Canaveral webcam.com this afternoon. And if you can get a screenshot, we would love to have you send that to us when we get back and we'll give you a wave as we sail off to the Bahamas today. We've got a great trip report for you on today's show. We head over to the United Kingdom today with listener Vicky. We have a great conversation about what it's like to be a Disney fan over in the UK. And we talk about her very lengthy stay last summer down to Walt Disney World, staying in multiple resorts, the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Club Level at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and uh, just going around to the theme parks, having a great time, and just really what it's like, even Vero Beach, what it's like having a four-week trip to not just Walt Disney World, but Central Florida. And also, they are coming back, and they're going to do a trip next year to Disneyland and Walt Disney World and what they're looking forward to there. So it's a lot different than our trips here in the States. We tend to take trips for a weekend or even for just a week. That's kind of a long trip for us. What is it like to come over for three or four weeks at a time? We talk about that with Vicky on today's show. So I hope you enjoy today's podcast. As always, don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest podcast. You make all these shows possible, so thank you so very much for that. Your support really helps us out, starting at just $5 a month. If you can support us, come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2314 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you, and you know it is a happy Monday for me because I am currently headed from a place that I love called Walt Disney World, and I'm headed about 45 minutes east this morning to another place that I love just a little bit more called Port Canaveral, Florida, Cocoa Beach, because we're getting on a ship. It's called the Disney Wish with about a 100 of our listeners for the next four days. We're going to head down to Nassau, Bahamas. We're going to head to Castaway Key. We're going to have a sea day and we're going to have more fun than people should be allowed to have. We're going to be sailing with the Disney Cruise Line, having a great time. The Be Our Guest Podcast Cruise has arrived today. We're going to have so much fun. So follow us on the social media at BeOurGuestMike, at Epscott, at TMFLTPAM. We'll be tweeting away today as we depart. I can't promise we'll be tweeting during the cruise because I tend to disconnect. Uh, During the cruise is kind of one of the things I like to do, but I will be, of course, getting audio, getting video, getting pictures during the cruise. We'll be sharing that upon getting back on the 7th. And, uh, you know, definitely have stuff here on the show for everybody, but I can't wait. I'm super excited. I love cruising, but it's more fun cruising with friends. And we have lots and lots of friends sailing with us this time and uh, just going to have a wonderful time. And also, hey, just in case you want to, and it'd be great. We ask this every time. 
If you would like this afternoon around three o'clock Eastern between three and four, portcanaverawebcam.com. Again, that's portcanaverawebcam.com. If anybody could get a screenshot of us waving to you as we sail away out of Port Canaveral, we would love that. So if somebody could grab a screenshot, portcanaverawebcam.com is the Disney wish departs. We'll be waving to you at Fish Lips. That's where the camera is. I'll say, hey, hey, everybody, and we'll be out of here. So that'd be great. But we'll be having a good time, and uh, you guys keep it keep it real. We have the show still coming out. You'll have podcasts. Don't worry. Uh, it's amazing. We can podcast while we're even not here, but uh, we'll have a good time. So anyway, we're going to have a great show today. Today's a special show because we're going across the pond like my St. Louis Cardinals did last week, and we're going to speak with Vicki today. Vicki, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? Good evening. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Again, I love this. We've talked with listeners in Australia. Now we're headed over to the UK. So it's the evening where you are. It's lunchtime where I am. So I uh, hope things are going well over there. Here you guys are having kind of a heat wave. I saw that with my baseball team last week. It's kind of hot. It's summer in the UK. It's We, we get about three days worth of summer here and that's a, that's about all really. Uh, it's got cold again today and I think that summer, that, that might be it. That might be all we get, but it's been very nice. You know, I've, I've really wanted to get over to London and in the UK in general because, well, two things. My Cardinals really, they, they did, you know, they showed a lot of the touristy stuff while the, the Cardinals Cubs played over there over the past weekend. But I'm a huge Love Boat fan. I don't know if you've ever, do you guys know, <laughs> yeah. see the Love Boat? But they, um, I have it on, actually it's on here in the office right now on mute. I, I keep it on in my office 24-7 on Pluto, <laughs> this app called Pluto TV. And uh, they they did a whole bunch of episodes like over in the UK. And it, it, it like, of course, it was like the 80s, but it just it intrigues me. They, they go all around London, double decker buses and see all the sites and, you know, Westminster Abbey and all that stuff. I, I got to get there someday, you know, be it, like is like, it is like that. You come to London. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> well, I, I figure, you know, here's how I look at it. Right. I mean, it's you're watching the love boat from the eighties visiting, you know, all the sites in London, but they're all from like the, you know, like the 1500s, 1600s. So they're really relatively speaking, it's not that long ago. You know I mean? Even though it was the eighties on what's 40 years compared to, you know, like 400 years, you know, so it's relatively close. That's how no, I, I mean, the attractions here have been around for quite a while now. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't aged all that much in the no. grand scheme of things. Anyway, so I'm super excited to have you on the show. So let's, let's talk about your Disney fandom. What's it like? You know, not being American, but being a Disney fan. What's it like being over the UK and, and being somebody who, uh, who has a passion for Disney? Well, I mean, we, we're DVC members, so we come quite regularly. Um, right. We were, um, as children, we never went to Disney as children, me and my sister. Um, the first time we went to Disney was when we were actually on honeymoon, um, which was just over 20 years ago. Um, and ever since then, we've been coming back pretty much every year ever since then. I love hearing that when folks like from so far away are DVC members, you know, I'm and I think I'm far away from Walt Disney World. Right. But relatively <laughs> speaking, I'm not, you know, compared to you. Right. I mean, I could I'm a two hour flight You know, I used to drive down and you know, you get across in your DVC and you have this connection to the place and just, I love it. Like right now, Kate's joining us in the live chat and she's in Yorkshire, I believe is how you pronounce it. I'm trying to say it right. Yes, Yorkshire. That's correct. <laughs> I'm trying to be all British today. And, uh, you know, she's like, it's raining here. And, you know, but it, it, it is so cool that Disney is such an international brand. But what is it that 
you know, everybody has their different thing that brings them in. For me, it's not the movies. It's not even, you know, I didn't grow up with the movies like that. Some people, it really is the movies. You know, it's the characters. It's, you know, the Bambi, the story of, you know, the the characters in that movie or Winnie the Pooh or, you know, they, they brought you in as a kid. But what was it that got you to where you are DVC now? To me, it's the logistics of the theme parks. First time I went down, I was like, I can't believe places are this beautiful and this well run and this meticulous. I mean, that's what got me just intrigued with the place. But what was it that hooked you? I mean, I think when we when we were deciding where to go on honeymoon, we weren't quite sure where we wanted to go, apart from the fact that we wanted to do something quite big for obvious reasons. Um, and we thought of a few different options, but we thought, you know, Disney World, neither of us had ever been. And um, thought, fun, that sounds like fun. Um, so we came across um, in September. It was actually September uh, 2001. So oh, we got wow. caught up in the whole 9-11 um debacle while we were while we were there for our honeymoon um but we went everywhere we went to every single park we went we did sea world we did bush gardens we did everything um but obviously got very involved and fell in love with disney so that's why we then started coming back as as regularly as we possibly could and then when we had our children um we came obviously brought them over as well and it's been happening say pretty much every year ever since sometimes twice a year uh, i've been to paris a couple of times as well but um florida is definitely the place that that has our hearts so let me ask you this I mean, and we are going to jump into the trip we're going to talk about because i like to get into that but i like kind of like to dive in you know like, like we're on the couch here because like, i just like to get why people are here on the show and why people dive in to listen to podcasts but what what is it though i mean on your honeymoon what what got your attention like for me it was the I mean, as crazy as this sounds, it was pulling up to French Quarter, Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. That's where I was staying at night. We, you know, Magical Express wasn't around back then. We had rented a town car and they drove. I didn't know what I was doing. Like, it's my first time there, right? I'd never stayed at a hotel at Walt Disney World. And they dropped us off at night and we came under that port Coucher, you know, the, the big foyer and had all the white lights and you got out of the car. And there was jazz music playing. And then there was a, you know, a guy dressed like a, you know, in the costume with the, you know, looking all New Orleans, opening the door for us, giving us beads and then taking us, you know, the check-in place was immaculate. And then you could go get, you know, beignets and they took you to your room. There's jazz music playing with fountains. And I'm like, holy smokes, this place is awesome. Like I hadn't made it to a theme park yet. I was like, this place is unbelievable. And I mean, I'd been there for 30 minutes. The theming was just on, I was like, I got, I, and I was eating it up because even the street signs were purple, you know, and the, the, the islands and the roads were meticulously taken care of. The grass was so cool. Everything like that is what sold me and it still does. But what was it for you? Was it stuff like that or was it more the stories of the attractions or the, I don't know, what was, what was your connection? What hooked you? Yeah, it, it was exactly the same, to be honest. When we, when we came on honeymoon, we were offsite in a tiny little budget motel at the bottom of I drive. Cause you couldn't afford much more than that. But when we did come that first time, we got to see some of the resorts and thought, Oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. We have to stay at one of these one day. Um, so we did. And then obviously worked ourselves up from, I think all star movies was the first one we stayed at. And then we started staying at the moderates. And then of course we went DVC as well. But I think the whole thing for us is very much the theming and um, myself and my husband are both teachers, which I know you used to be. Yeah. Um, 
so it's it's nice to just completely escape everything but still be in a world where you're surrounded by things that are fun and as a teacher I teach six-year-olds all day so my life is a lot of fun so <laughs> when I go on holiday I like to do the same thing really god bless you I should not be asking you questions because I know that you're, you're you probably get 728 <laughs> questions a day from six-year-olds uh, I just yeah. I, I can't imagine I know because I was a TA for a year and part of my day was in kindergarten and that was the longest <laughs> My 15 minutes in kindergarten was the longest seven hours of my day, every day. I was just oh, no, they're great. My, my class are wonderful. <laughs> they're fantastic. But the thing is, a lot of, um, a lot of my friends, at, at my children, sorry, in my class have been to Florida this year, a lot of them catching up from trips that were cancelled during COVID and such like. So they keep coming back and bringing me little gifts and say, oh, did you do this? And did you do this? And did you do this? And so we all, we end up, you know, not teaching a lesson at all and it's That's talking fine. about disney most of yeah. the day so there you go <laughs> that that always happened in my class even though i yeah what, what's ironic though is when i was a teacher like i taught in a very and my wife still does like we taught in the same district in a very uh, low socioeconomic uh area and so our kids walt disney world was almost a foreign concept to them you know they they knew of it because of the culture but very few of them ever got to experience a walt disney world vacation they would go to six flags if they were lucky um, but, you know, every once in a while, I kid to get to go. And when they did, boy, we would talk it up. And I didn't yeah. care. You know what? Guess what? Math didn't get taught that day. <laughs> you know what? Well, yeah. I mean, like my whole classroom is Disney. Yeah. I have like the posters with the quotes up. I have the cuddly toys all over the classroom. I have like my screensaver on my whiteboard is Epcot. And, you know, when we're when we're writing or something and I have relaxing music on, it's usually piano that's mm -hmm. Disney music, you know. And it, it's just, you know, that it's quite funny when people come into my classroom and go, oh, you're the Disney teacher. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, there was, there was a, a couple of class. I, I, and I promise we're talking about the trip, this is the last thing, but. <laughs> There was so I taught sixth grade, so that was like 12, 13 year olds. And every day after recess, we had silent reading for 30 minutes after recess, basically just to calm them down because they'd come in, they'd be just all wound up. And I was like, I turn out the lights, and I pulled out a book, and you read for 30 minutes so that everybody could just everybody calm down before we do science or whatever. And so I put on, I had the Illumination soundtrack and Tapestry of, <laughs> Tapestry of Nations. That's, to me, that's still the perfect CD. Like if I was ever stranded on an island and I could only have one CD, that's it. The Illuminations slash Tapestry of Nations uh, soundtrack. And I played that CD every day as they came in from recess. So I know there's like 30 kids that that know that CD because they heard it 180 times. I mean, it's the um, it's the soaring film. background music for my too. class. Yes. I, yeah. So the soaring Epcot uh, loop, <laughs> that whole loop, I have that on all the time. They love that. And living with the land as well. The background music from living with the land. You and I should do a PD for like, you know, professional, <laughs> professional development to calm kids down after recess. This, this, sounds yeah. like, this sounds like we should go on tour right now. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about your, your trip you want to share today. So how did it come together? And I know you had a whole bunch of stuff going on, but just, just give us some background on this one. Yeah, I mean, this um, this trip happened last summer. Um, it was our first big summer trip after COVID. Um, we had actually been the previous December as well, um, which we had booked thinking it was never going to happen because the borders wouldn't be open. And then the American borders opened about two weeks before we left. Um, so we managed to get a Christmas trip and we managed to get our summer trip as well. But because we had 
um, I think it was two holidays cancelled through COVID. We managed to rent out some of our DVC points, but we still had quite a lot left over. Um, and we come over for um, at least four weeks every summer anyway. But the good thing about this trip was instead of staying in studios, we could stay in one bedroom, uh. which was very nice. The, you're rolling the big time. I, and you, I... We got to talk about this, but this is so strange. Okay, so I got to show you this. My phone is sitting next to me, and you know how they say technology listens to you? Okay, I am. I, I know people listen on audio, but I have to show you the picture that is showing on my screen right now because this rotates through every hour. It is a picture of Mallory, my youngest daughter, sipping tea as I'm speaking with Vicky from the UK, who was just mentioning <laughs> sipping tea because she's, you know, getting ready for tea time. That was a picture that we took at the Grand Floridian back in the day when we did the tea experience. Let me ask you that real quick. Have you ever done that at the Grand? Back, I not haven't, and I would really love to do that. I don't think it's come back yet. Um, I, it's something, I would love to do it just to see what the American concept of having high tea actually is and see if it's the same as it is here. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm sitting there listening to you say that, and I glanced <laughs> down at my phone because I got an alert, and I was looking, and it's Mallory with a teacup up there and i'm like what is going on i'm talking to vicky in the uk and my daughter is looking back at me sipping tea like she's in the uk i'm like i've entered a, a, a this is because we don't usually record in the middle of the day i'm like i am in an alternate universe right now uh, i mean i, I mean I'm, i hate to break the stereotype but i have just had a cup of tea i haven't got it with me right now i just finished one just like, <laughs> in my haunted mansion mug of course so you know i'm just yeah i'm just saying i do i need to just stop the show and go get me a tea or something i am something is good everything's conspiring against me at this point and, yeah, but i gotta tell you though i so we all did that tea at the grand floridian a bunch of us so it was the foresters her whole family pam's family scott's whole family and it was wild because it was i did I, at first i was like i don't want to do this but you know i didn't want to be the party pooper i would you know if you guys want to do it let's do it i was just like i am a fish out of water if there was ever a fish out of water situation it's me for one me at the grand floridian <laughs> fish out of water already me at the grand floridian having high tea okay now you got me really out of waters, but we did. did you it. put Did you put the finger up? I did for the spirit of the whole yes. thing because, <laughs> yes, I will say a couple takeaways. The lady came around and asked how I take my tea, and I told her <laughs> I take it sweet like at McDonald's because that's the only kind of tea I've ever had in my life. Is a McDonald's sweet tea? She says, "Sir, we got to work on you." But it ended up being really good. They gave me some tea that I liked, and the sandwiches were incredible. The food, not a lot. You didn't get enough, but it was good. And the best part was when Scott spilled the entire hot pot of tea in his lap. I mean, just blazing hot. I mean, right in his lap. So, yeah, it was it was a fun time had by all, except for Scott. Now, did, did they cut the crusts off the sandwiches? Yeah, oh, yeah. And they were cut into triangles. I mean, perfect. super fancy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, it's a Grand Floridian. It's got to be triangles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're paying big bucks. It's got to be triangles. No, but it was it was a, it was a it was a fun day. We got lots of good pictures. But OK, back, back here. I'm going to turn my phone upside down or something because Mallory's still looking at me sipping the tea. And we're spilling the tea here on the Be Our Guest podcast today. Uh, okay, so back to the trip, though. So you got a couple of, you got the bigger accommodations. Now, sorry, where did you, I know you stayed a couple of different places because you had them stayed up. So what were, where did you guys bounce around? How did you decide where you wanted to stay? Um. Well, 
to be honest with we we do we are quite stingy when it comes to points and we do we do like to stay in the cheaper ones where we possibly can um and try and make the most of our money but because we were going for four weeks we only had two weeks worth of park tickets um the uk used to have one where we got a 21 day pass but unfortunately that that doesn't exist anymore it's only a 14 day one um so we only had two weeks in the park so we thought we'd do some other bits and pieces before we um got to uh, the parks and we started off oh it's quite hard to remember there's loads of resorts we did we did um animal kingdom lodge in their club level um i think that was for four or five nights which we've done before and it was wonderful because to do that when you've got no park tickets is absolutely absolutely (laughs) why why leave the lodge that you don't need park tickets just hang there that's right um we spent a lot of time in that in that club level and doing the activities the um the cultural representatives weren't quite back at that point. Um, I know they are now. Um, so all of the activities weren't quite available, but there was still a lot going on. So we took part in all of that and we spent some time resort hopping, going to different resorts as well while we were at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, I think we moved on to Vero Beach after that, where we've never been before. Um, and it, it was pretty much exactly the same as Old Key West, but at the beach. <laughs> let, let me ask you about that, though, because I've never been there. But yeah. that, that, that's a, I like that comparison, though, that mm. like Old Key West, but you don't, I guess I would say, like, don't have the temptation of the theme parks being right there in your backyard. So you feel like you're missing something. So was it kind of a forced relaxation because you just have the resort, like the resort experience and the beach itself to... I mean, it, it yeah. just makes you just slow down and just, okay, this is all there is. We're just going to relax. It does. I mean, I mean, we're not really beach people, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> but it was somewhere that we wanted to actually try. Um, and it was lovely. I mean, I've I've been teaching my class that particular year about sea turtles and all of the conservation around that. So actually going and seeing where their, where their nests were was absolutely wonderful. I took loads and loads of pictures for them so they could see what was going on there. And the sunsets there and walking on the beach at night was just beautiful. You, you really couldn't beat it. And literally the, the actual rooms... Again, exactly the same as Old Key West. They, I mean, you could have been in Old Key West. They Sign were so similar. Up. Sign me up because I love Old Key West. Yeah. Oh, man. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great comparison. That's awesome. Yeah. And I did find there was um, spotted throughout the resort as well. There was lots of little hammocks, but not just normal hammocks. They had almost like um, really thick um pads on them so you could literally go and lay on those and I would lay on those for a couple of hours read my book I had my refillable mug with me had my coke zero and oh so good it was just lovely to relax properly in Florida in the beautiful weather for the first time in in quite a long time sign me sign me up where where do I sign up (laughs) it's really good right now oh my I mean I'm on the Disney wish as this comes out not bad but uh, I could take a dose of Vero Beach right now. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so nice. We're actually considering, because we're going back again um, next year. So we're, we're considering going back to Vero Beach for a couple of days again next year, perhaps. Let me, let me stop you there, though, because you were here for four weeks and you had yeah. two weeks worth of tickets. Mm-hmm. You said that you used to be able to get a 21 day ticket. Would you like to go back to having the 21 day ticket or was or Oh, yeah. Four, so yeah. You, you I mean, are kind yeah. of a person that would like to have like three quarters of the days covered with tickets. Yeah, I mean, the good thing about the 14 day ticket is it does stretch over 18 days. So you can pick 14 days out of those 18, which is good. Um, And that's going to be the same for next year as well. But I'd love the 21 day pass to come back because even though we did have a great time, 14 days in the park 
didn't feel quite enough um, for me personally. Um, the family, uh, my husband, son and daughter went to Universal for a few days, but that's not really my cup of tea, as we would say. Um, <laughs> So, we're, we're so I spent some tea today. It's all yeah, over. It's, all, it's all about the tea I'll today. We witty, do say witty, that. We yeah. do say that. It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> I'll have to become um, some witty show title with tea in it or something. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they spent a little bit of time at Universal, which was actually quite nice because I um, that was when we were staying at Saratoga Springs. So I spent a lot of time going backwards and forwards to um, Disney Springs and going around there, getting on the Skyliner, going across to different resorts, and just wandering around and that in that resort only time which which was really nice and it was lovely to be there but i like to get in the parks as well <laughs> i can understand that I, I yeah i get it but i i have noticed i mean and i think it you know you probably get this as well because you go probably just as frequently as as i do and as a lot <laughs> of our listeners do which is you know ironic considering you're from such a great distance but <laughs> It, it's one of those things is, is you go longer, you know, I do appreciate my time outside the parks now is, you know, I've become as much of a resort person as I have a theme park person. Some people don't ever get there. Some people really are into the theme parks, but you know, I, I do enjoy, like you said, like an old Key West and just hanging out at the pool or just, you know, going around and just, you know, visiting the other resorts and having a meal at Geyser Point just because it's a nice night or stuff like that. I mean, it, it, like well, you said, yeah, Disney Springs. We try to, um, we tried to visit as many of the DVC resorts as we could and do as many tours of the rooms as we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to see as many. Our uh, goal was to try and uh, get into as many grand villas as we possibly could. Nice. They're incredible. Um, I mean, I've, just, I've been with Scott a couple of times and I love yeah. those tours. Yeah. I mean, and they're perfectly happy to do that. You know, they they usually have something available and you can just go and have a look around. The one we went to look at at Bay Lake Tower was actually their DVC office um, and they said, yeah, you can come and have a look as long as you understand it's an office as well. So there'll be desks and computers and things <laughs> out. Um, but yeah, they were really happy to show us around. Um, didn't try and sell us any more points or anything like that. They were just happy to chat and show us around the place. That is nice. Because one time I did go to one thing with Scott and because we wanted to, this was I mean, this is how long ago it was. Right. We went because we wanted to get fast passes and ice cream <laughs> yeah. and they did try they did try to sell me and i'm like look i don't need it really right now but they they you know and they say they don't give you a hard sell this lady was giving me the hard scott i think he's watching they gave this lady she was rushing and she was trying to give me the hard I scared us getting up back it's like like siberia or something like she was giving me the hard sell and i was scared because she had my phone number and my like email i was like oh no like she really wanted me to buy into DVC, and I'm yeah. I mean, if you if you go into like the official tour at Saratoga Springs, they do that. But you know, when you're already a member and you're just going for a little wander around, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> they don't try and sell you yep. anything. I found out. I was like, man, I got because I took the fast passes and I ate the ice cream. Man, I was in. I was like, I'm in, I'm in trouble at this point. I need to buy some points. I really don't need them. I'm a travel agent. Um, yeah. So okay. So during this whole time though, you got all. Man, Man, that's like the dream for so many of us, right? All that time. So what are some of the things that you did that are kind of, um, you know, outside the norm? You know, you got to go to all these other resorts, but did you do any like tours? Did you, are, are you one of those folks who goes shopping out on iDrive? We always talk about that with their national guests. Um, a, a little bit. Um, we go to the Vineland outlets once or twice but um to be perfectly honest with the way the pound is performing against the dollar for the last few years it's not actually been that good 
to be uh, when we first came sort of 20 years ago it was we were doing lots of shopping trust me but nowadays not quite so much um my son was desperate to try and get nice trainers in the way that you know 15 year olds do mm -hmm. um but there wasn't really anything particularly good for that um we did go but we didn't stay for very long for that good no because i know some people love going to those outlets man those things are just uh he double hockey sticks on earth for me man they're, they're rough I can, whew, scott and i went that one time, that'll be the last time i'll ever go to the outlets i'm not a shopper and it was just and we had to fight yeah, for it's, 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 it was okay it was oh. okay there was there was other bits and pieces um in the resorts that we did like my husband and daughter did the um one of the painting classes i think it was at the riviera um and that was really good um we do like doing all the tours and those sorts of things but though the tours haven't really come back in yet um so we're hoping to do some of those next year because my son's 16 now um and he really wants to go into the theme park industry um so we're hoping to take him on keys to the kingdom next year uh hopefully we've done wild africa trek and all those sorts of things as well that's so funny because Mallory's been asking ever since she was like yeah. 10 to go on Keys to the Kingdom. And now she's 15. She'll be 16 in January. And that's the whole thing. She's like, okay, I got to do Keys to the Kingdom. And I'm like, well, you know, you will see stuff that will change how you see the park, right? You know, but she, I mean, I don't, she's not going to go into the theme park industry at all, but I don't know what she wants to do. I mean, she doesn't want to really work. I don't think she's, I don't know how she thinks she's going to give, you know, I keep asking her what you want to be and you grow up. I don't know, but you know, she's still 15, but it's one of those things she does. She's been asking to do that tour and now she'll be old enough. So I, I do want to take her and I've been on it twice. I think that's a great tour. Mm -hmm. Now, So your son does have an interest in this. So that's one of those things where, you guys probably really get geeky when you go into the theme parks and not just see it at kind of the superficial level. You're probably breaking down the logistics of everything as you go around. Uh, he could he could tell you who makes every single roller coaster, what sort of launch it has, nice. and various things that I have got no idea. I wouldn't know whether he's right or not, but he seems to know what he's talking about. Well, I mean, 16-year-olds know everything, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that is that's so true so do you guys so like when you go into the theme parks do you rope drop do you use genie plus now do you stay all day like how do you guys typically see a theme park well we actually did quite well last year actually because on with the uk 14 day ticket they had an offer that was only available for about three or four weeks where you could add Genie Plus to the whole length of your ticket oh, for nice. the equivalent of about six pounds a day, which is about nine dollars. Oh my gosh! Don't which, say that when, which when you look at it now, people are driving their cars off the road yeah. around the United States as we speak. <laughs> yeah, so we, we so we had Genie Plus for the entire time that we were there, which was amazing. Um, I mean, I'm not a fan of it. Bring back Fast Pass for me, but yes. um, it, it it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was great for what it was at the time. And we got very good at stacking things for later in the evening because we're the sort of people that go out at rope drop. And we do early entry if we possibly can as well. Um, and then we'll leave the parks at maybe 11, 12 o'clock. And then we'll come back in at maybe four or five o'clock when we stack things up for later. And then sometimes, um, especially when we were staying at the boardwalk, because that was towards the end of the trip, we would either go back into Epcot right at the end of the day or we would walk over to Hollywood Studios. And my son, Ben, was a big fan of 
going over to Hollywood Studios 10 minutes before it's shut and getting in the line for Rise of the Resistance when the wait time <laughs> says the wait time says like 210 minutes but it's actually a walk on so we did we did that multiple times over the course of the trip that's smart though like you have nothing but time when you're there that long and yeah. you have access to the park why not I mean, what, what yeah. else are you going to do and just hop on we, we would literally go over there for that and that was it um but you would look at the wait times walking in and people were like oh oh that's a really long wait no it won't be trust me just go in you'll be fine well plus you have the you have the added bonus of you're going to be the last person to walk out of a theme park at night which if I, I know probably a lot of our listeners have done that. I mean, we've been, you know, basically the last people in yeah. a theme park many, many times. But if you have not ever done that, you know, they will kind of they won't push you out of a theme park, but they'll kind of slowly like uh, walk behind you to make sure that you're making your way out. But it is incredible. The pictures you can get as you walk down either like Hollywood Boulevard at the studios or Main Street USA or what have you at a theme park when you are literally one of the last people out. It's it, it, it's just as magical as being the first person there in the in the day, if if not even more, because the parks are so neat at night. So that added bonus there. Your son is. Uh, I like the way your son thinks. Well, yeah, as well because he's a coaster junkie as well. What what he would often like to do is, as the park was closing, we'd go around to where Slinky Dog is, and he would take lots and lots of pictures of Slinky at night. And nice. he like he's quite big on photography as well, so. He would spend a very long time getting nighttime pictures of all his favorite coasters, which was great. That is awesome. That is so cool. And I love that you guys have this family passion that you can share, but everybody's kind of got their angle, right? Your son's, mm -hmm. you know, into the the engineering, the, the logistical stuff, but also photography, you know, it, it that's, that's neat. So when you guys are at home, how do you guys... Is it something that's around the dinner table that you're always uh, virtually planning the next trip? Because I, I think that really <laughs> the, that's that's why I think it's cool about Disney. And, you know, there are different fandoms. You know, people have sporting teams that they talk about at the dinner table. But there's not a whole lot of things where the whole family can rally together to to uh, get excited about something coming up in the future. But is that something for you guys? Disney brings you together. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, we're currently planning our trip for next year because we're actually not going this year, which is a big deal for Oof, us. Uh, we did go to Disneyland Paris in February, which was great, but eh, it's okay. It's not great. It, you know, it's not it's not Florida. Um, but the reason that we're not going this year is we're saving up next year so we can go to California and Florida. Um, so we've got a really big trip coming up next year. So this year we're saving those pennies so that we can, um, go on a massive trip next year. See, now you worry me when you say you're going on a massive trip, when you talk about going on a four week trip already, like I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, people are like, wait a second, <laughs> massive trip. We're just talking about being there for four weeks. <laughs> going for a, a year uh, what are we doing here no just so but have you ever been to disneyland out in california we have not oh my no. gosh you um, are gonna, I just and i know you, i know on. it's your favorite place right now as well. <laughs> it is so cool and the thing is i was so i wasn't against it forever i mm. just kept telling myself i i just i can't love a place like i love walt disney world like walt disney world is in my head, and people kept telling me this, that I was wrong. But, you know, I'm like, I was like a 15-year-old boy. I'm like, nope, I'm right. You're wrong. Even though you have you have the receipts, right? You've been there. Like, you 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 know, but I, nope, I know. But here's, you know, I told myself, 
Well, they have two theme parks. <laughs> Walt Disney World has four <laughs> theme parks, and it's got all the land. It's got you know you can't see the you know the city from Disney World, but you can at Disney. Disneyland was just so cute and so easy. It was so amazing. I mean, there are great things about Walt Disney World. I mean, it's it's two different experiences. But oh man, I, I you're feel gonna it's going it. to be similar to um, Paris in that respect. In that the two parks are right next to each other, which is exactly yeah. like Paris is. Um, but I think just to actually be there and be where Walt was, it's something we've wanted to do for a very long time. And of course, with Ben being the coaster junkie that he is um he's wanting to go to six flags and some other bits and pieces oh, yeah. in la theme parks while while we're there so we're going to do everything everything's happening next year yes and he'll get to do the matterhorn and get his uh get your you guys get your backs readjusted as you're there yeah. so i've heard yes oh, yeah. i'm not going on that fun wheel with the moving cars I, though that's not you happening see, you are you are again ding i didn't do that either because people told half the people that see i found out who likes me and who doesn't like me because the people who told me mike dude just go on the fun wheel and get on one of the swinging baskets i'm like okay you hate me because you're telling me you're telling me lies but the people that loved me said do not get on that swinging basket on the fun wheel under any circumstances and i didn't and it was all good because even people with iron stomachs that I know have gotten green on those things. And I don't need all that. Like, I didn't go to California to turn green. I, I was good. No, you know, so. no. I'm not, there's no way I'm doing that. I mean, um, Ben keeps trying to convince me that I would enjoy um, Rock and Roller Coaster. It's one of the only things I have not been on. Um, I spent many, many years saying that as soon as my youngest was tall enough to go on Rock and Roller Coaster, then I would go on it. Um my, both of my children are incredibly tall and she met the height requirement when she was about three and a half, four years old. And then I had to start making other excuses yeah. not to go on it. <laughs> See, I can do the roller coasters. I, I, I can do those. Like that doesn't get me too bad in the picture that I have. I, says, I have a picture of myself and Joe Ficus and Mallory riding rock and roller coaster together as Mallory's first ride in the, picture on her face when that because that thing blasts out of the station she had no idea that it was going to go that fast that quick is priceless <laughs> she was one day petrified. one day oh my God. <laughs> it was a thousand dollar picture and joe there joe was sitting next to, or i sit next to mallory joe's behind me great picture uh, priceless <laughs> but yeah it's one of those things that you you get to have that's what i like about disney though like you have all these familiar experiences of world and when you get out to disneyland next year you're going to have all these, you know, very familiar experiences, but, you know, Haunted Mansion, similar but different. Pirates of the Caribbean, better, similar but different. And you yeah. get to go to all these, you know, places. Maybe you hopefully get to eat at Blue Bayou or go to Lamplighter. And, you know, DCA's got all these fun, you know, it feels like kind of like the studios, but it's not. It's like a hybrid it, I'm super excited for you because it that that's what's cool, you know. And that, like you know, today we're getting on the Disney Wish. I've sailed all the other four Disney Cruise Line ships, so I know what Disney Cruise Line's about. But it's a whole new ship. So even as Disney fans, that's what's kind of fun in this whole fandom is that while you still you know have familiar experiences, there's always a way to discover new things with your family, or if you're, even if you're a solo traveler, it's kind yeah, of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's familiar but different. That's what I'm expecting it'll be like. So what are what what are you most like? You said kind of being where Walt was, and I really felt that out there, especially at Disneyland, especially on Main Street. You know, you could you could just like the firehouse was emotional. But um, mm -hmm. is there like an attraction or a restaurant that you're super excited to, to get to experience? 
Haunted Mansion. I love cool. Haunted Mansion in Florida. It's it's my absolute favorite. Um, and Phantom Manor in Paris is very different, but a similar sort of thing where Phantom Manor is scary, actually. <laughs> um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing the Hatbox Ghost, which is apparently we're getting in Florida at some point, but that seems to have gone very quiet again. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to Pirates of the Caribbean as well and seeing how that's different as well. Yeah, it it's it's uh it's very it's longer and it is super cool at uh, yeah. Disneyland. Oh, okay. oh man, I get to go out there and run that race in January, and I'm super stoked for that. I'm just kind of bummed that I have to run so many miles in like the course of a week to be able to <laughs> to do that. It'll be worth it. it. Oh, I don't know if I'll be able to walk by the time I get to California because I'll be run 48 miles in Florida and then taking a cross country flight. I don't know how that's going to work. You know, they Disney does all this stuff, right? They get you all hyped up like, yes, I'm going to do this, you know, and then, you know, like you sign up for all this. You spend way more money than you need to, you know, like because they get you all excited and you just give your credit card and you just don't think about, it. you know, now it's been six months and I'm like, wait a second. I'm getting old. Like I, that's going to be a lot of miles to run and a lot, a lot of sitting in an airplane, like in between running all those miles, boy, you should have thought about this. <laughs> Maybe you should just take I a know, It'll be great. It'll be oh, great. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be, it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be, the pictures will be wonderful. I mean, <laughs> hopefully just crawling across that finish line in California because that's all I'll have left. But so as we wrap up here, cause we gotta, we gotta kind of close out what, you know, I'm super excited that we got to connect because you have a different perspective being over in the UK, but you have a such a deep connection being DVC. Let me let me just kind of wrap it here because you have that trip coming up, the the big one. You know, coming doing kind of a coast to coast here in the states. You know, what's the family saying? Like, what's the vibe like to count down to that? What are you most looking forward to with with both aspects of that trip? I mean. You get to go to Disneyland for the very first time. Walt Disney, where, where are you staying at World when you come over? Do you know yet? Um, I, I would imagine we'll stay, definitely stay at Old Key West because that's, we've nice. got three home three home resorts, but that's definitely my favorite. Well, um, Old it. Key West always feels like home to me. So there will definitely be at Old Key West. Um, I think we'll probably go back to the boardwalk again um, just for that proximity of walking to um, Epcot and to Hollywood Studios. And while we were when we were at boardwalk last year, the cast members were phenomenal. It was our anniversary while we were there and they looked after us wonderfully. Um, so that's I'd love to go back there again. I don't think we'll quite be able to stretch our points to Bay Lake Tower um, like we did last year, which which is beautiful, beautiful resort. Really lovely. Um, but I think Old Key West will be a definite and probably boardwalk, I think. Sounds good to me. It's going to be a great trip. We'll have to talk when you get back from that, too, because I'd love to hear your perspective on Disneyland and just the whole United States tour. That'll be great. Sure. So, well, Vicky, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. It's great to connect with you and uh, have a great rest of your summer over there in the UK and uh, hope to hope get to run into you over at uh, the park sometime. Thank you to you. All right. Well, don't forget our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. They are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that supports everything we do throughout the year. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. So thank you very much for your support. Starts at just $5 a month and... Our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over and support us if you can. 
It's br. It's uh, patreon.com slash podcast. I'm on the cruise. I can't remember the link. Uh, <laughs> br guest Mike, Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow over there. I'll have lots of content for you, especially today as we sail away. And again, no live show this Sunday night because I will be back, but still be down at Walt Disney World. All right. And shout out to Malcolm, who's tuned in. This is a Malcolm show because we're not on in the middle of the night for uh, for Malcolm there. So shout out Malcolm over in London. All right. We're going to get out of here and wish you a great Monday and a happy 4th of July to everybody here in the States. We hope you have a good one. Stay safe with all those fireworks tomorrow, because I know that where I live here in the middle of the USA, there are lots and lots of fireworks flying here, there and everywhere. So remember, when you light the wick, run and make sure you look for cars when you run because it's wild around here. So just be careful. Make sure you point the thing in the right direction before you light the fuse because it's just uh, it, people are wild where I live. So just be careful tomorrow night. All right. So stay safe. Happy birthday, USA. We'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon. my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars to be living here today cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away and I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free and I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause